1: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW
0: or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Happy holidays. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Waiting for a special guest to show up. It's that holiday mystery guest. 800-516-1220 Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty 516 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money invested and more. Um, particularly an area that I'm always uh, thinking about is the stock market. It's been a good year. It's been a lot of good years strung together. It's been nine good years that if your 401k, if your retirement plan's not looking better than it was in the last five, ten years, something's wrong. You're taking too much risk. You're buying and selling too much. You're doing something wrong. We've gone through Clinton, George Bush Jr., Obama, and now Trump. And the markets have done well. That's pretty interesting to me. (laughs) It goes to show you that you can't really assume anything. Stock market had a fender bender yesterday at the intersection It's been so short-term overbought and worried about the GOP's tax bill. Marco Rubio said, "I'm out. I'm not. I'm not voting for that tax bill." Was that, my, was that a pretty good Marco Rubio impression? I know you're saying, well, "I don't even know what he sounds like." So good enough by me. Uh, the rub yesterday was the report that Senator Rubio says no. On a compromise tax bill, and basically now there is no wiggle room the provision to expand the refundability of the child tax credit. He wants more. That created some angst amongst the GOP, being at the increased risk of seeing its tax reform effort fail, since it's assumed Senator Corker, who voted no to the Senate's version of the bill due to concerns about increasing the deficit, will also vote no on the compromise bill. GOP could only afford to lose two votes in the Senate, assuming the vote comes before Doug Jones is sworn in as the senator from Alabama early next week. He really messed that up, huh? Roy Moore. Oh, he rode a horse to the ballot station. I love it. 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 Just the whole idea of how crazy our country is. So you got a fluid state of headlines right now. You shouldn't dismiss the possibility of some whippy price action. Uh, You've got the Federal Reserve basically saying, you know, we're raising rates. We're not all that concerned with that. We're kind of going to the flow of that. But yet, I can tell you, at some point in time, the market freaks out over that. Oracle, Adobe, and Costco all reported quarterly results after the close yesterday. Adobe and Costco are up. Oracle, not so much. They reported a disappointment, down 5%. It's interesting because uh, Larry Ellison has put a price target on where he gets a ton of money and it's way higher than it is on right now. So he has to get the stock to go higher to make more money. And Oracle's face kind of a Salesforce conundrum where I'll tell you what, I live right next to the Oracle buildings. They're nice. He's got one of his big sailboats out in the front of it. All right. All right. All right. But the Salesforce tower, it's so God awful ugly. But it's so much bigger than what Larry Ellison has. And this is a game of what you got, what you got, what you got. Show me yours. Show mine. Revenge is a dispatched serve code. You thought about that? So railroad operator CSX Corp is down 9% on news that its CEO, E. Hunter Harrison, is on a medical leave due to unexpected complications from a recent illness. That's kind of crazy, huh? I once knew, uh, like how important is a CEO, a CFO, a CMO to a company? There was once a CEO that I know that was of a a plane company. I think Bombardier or somebody like that. Like it was a small plane. It wasn't Boeing. It was a small plane company. And he had a heart attack and he died on the plane. And before before the plane even hit the ground, the stock started moving lower. That shows you the importance of management. So as an investor, success or failure starts at the top. So the fact of the CEO of CSX, a train company, we got a great, that's trucking. Hmm, what's a good train song? How about Driver 8 by R.E.M.? There you go. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So as CEO of a train company, he's sick. I don't know, he's got something, right? We recently heard U2's Bono say he came up with a whole album idea of songs of experience because you know he something happened and he wanted to like document his love of his wife and his love of his children and his love of his bandmates before he couldn't document it anymore so ceo there you go little driver eight this is my favorite rem song have i ever told anyone that should you have a favorite rem song something my heart tells me you should have a favorite rem song The hook is the best part about the song, and the fact that it sounds like a train, the whole song. It was the very first video where he appeared. In previous videos, he never appeared. This is me speaking from my MTV generation days. Anyway, anyhow, I'm digressing. I'm so, so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money and investing and more. Trying to get you to retirement as soon as I can. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about We can talk about Geo. We can talk about um, Geo Carlo Stanton. Uh, We can talk baseball. No, we can't talk baseball. We can't talk football. Will the Packers make the playoffs? I don't know. But I can tell you that the CEO of Blue Apron needs to have his head checked. Um, And I could talk about that a little bit. Um, In large part, I'm fascinated. The company comes public and then they start – Showing numbers that are just awful. And you have to wonder, like, why did they come public? In my opinion, they shouldn't have come public. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Brad Dickerson, Blue Apron's new president and CEO, hopes to at least move the company's stock out of the fire and back into the frying pan. He was most recently appointed Blue Apron's chief financial officer, has already done something no company insiders, including his predecessor, co-founder, Malt Sogsberg, ever did. He bought shares of the company. So he's put in his money where his mouth is. Is that good enough? I don't know. I don't feel like it is. Disney buying Fox. A mouse caught a fox. Oh, I got a major spoiler alert on Star Wars. If you don't want to hear it, turn off your radio now. In three, two, one. Turn up your radio if you want to hear it. Say what? I'm whispering into the microphone right now. Put your ear up on the speaker and you'll hear it. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air I'm Rob Black talking money invested in more The inequality in America is marching on a little REM taking us a break I'm Rob Black Scott Walker's dead I see dead people Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area airwaves weekday mornings from seven to nine on AM twelve twenty KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at seven. It's that time of year. The year's wrapping up, which means we start looking back and then we start looking forward. On Wall Street, it's a discounting mechanism. That's what I do for a living. I talk about the future. Apple's going to sell a lot of phones. That's why Apple stock goes higher. But before we can go forward, we have to go backwards.
1: Joining me now, Will Durst. (laughs) What what does that mean, that I'm I'm looking backwards? I'm I'm your expert I'm backward looking? I have one comedian in per year. (laughs) You.
0: Um, I'm not a big guest-driven kind of guy. I don't like having Wall Street people. I don't trust their opinions. I don't like having experts. I don't trust their opinions. Um, I have you. I have Tony on a regular basis, the mortgage guy. So Tony's joining us today. Morning. We're back at Morning. 2017. A year ago, you and I, well were sitting here. You're uh, a famous comedian. You are a legend.
1: Uh, you are uh, yeah, San yeah. Francisco stock, through and through, so to speak. Uh, well, I moved here in uh, November of 79. So I've been in the Bay Area for, what, 28, 38 years? Uh, Last year at this time, we
0: were talking. Trump had just got elected. He'd just gotten sworn in. Well, he, was, he wasn't even sworn in at this. No, no. No, the, the inauguration is on your top 10 list. You have a top 10 list that you come out with every single year.
1: And we're going to go through some of the top st- stories of the year. The Top comedic stories of the year. Not to be confused with the top 10 legitimate stories of the year. Because you'd have to include Vegas and the sniper and terrorism acts. And trust me, for comedic purposes, not a match.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, let's talk about Vegas real quick. Not, let's not talk all about it real quick. Let's just say there's some some tragic moments in the United States where I just want to turn the news off. And then you turn the news on and you get Trump. And it's, this is a sad, sad statement. It's laugh out loud funny. It's been a laugh
1: out loud funny year on how the
0: president interacts with the media.
1: Today. Today.
0: What did he do today?
1: Today, uh, he's talking about how he's going to make the FBI bigger and better, uh, <laughs> the people that he hates. Uh, today, he said uh, that uh, the new tax bill is going to be a miracle for for the middle class, even though they don't get any of the money. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's every day. Every day. He just makes stuff up.
0: I'm with you on that. And I always try to find the positive and the negative. I think it's positive that we have a president who's tweeting his thoughts. If in the future we have a president who can communicate as well, as effectively, as clearly, as transparently, I think it, th- that's the one big plus I'm going to get out of this presidency.
1: Has he set a precedent? Will every other president have to tweet now? Don't you think? No. Okay. That's fair enough. I think it's an aberration. I think uh, you know he's everything that dribbles out of his m- mouth is... Uh, is a lot of it is just gibberish. He just makes stuff up.
0: Now, this has been a year before we get to your top 10 list and before we start promoting your end of the year uh, big kiss-off shows where you travel around the Bay Area and do a lot of comedic shows. It's a good way to end the year. Go out and take your sugar booger with you. Have a, have a good laugh. Enjoy. Um... Before we get there, sexual assaults. Time magazine's cover.
1: It's not on your top ten list, but no, it's, it's a top ten story. <laughs> it's not funny. Although all you know the pendulum's swing, it's it's swinging many ways right now. Uh, the, the 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 big one, the egregious mistake, I think, was Garrison Keeler, who touched a woman on her back while he was consoling her, and uh, he went skin to skin because she had a backless top on and he, she recoiled and he apologized and, he, and she accepted his apology and then her lawyer called and that's how he explained it and uh, he he quit he retired from um minnesota public radio and said I'm, that's it i'm 75 i'm too old to argue about this stuff and and i think there's been too much of a swing what's yeah. that mean Well, the fact that people are coming forward and saying, you know, are not staying silent, the silence breakers, as Time Magazine calls them. But uh, I don't think Garrison Keillor meant any sort of sexual assault. I don't think George Herbert Walker Bush, who touched somebody's butt while they were taking a photo, I don't think he meant anything by it, Uh, although he's got that lousy joke Uh, It's a pretty
0: crazy pendulum, though, right? Like, you're married to Debbie Durst, one of the funniest women on the planet. Right. I'm
1: sure she's run into some harassment issues in her life. Um, I think every woman we ever met, including our great-grandmother, has been groped or assaulted in some way or has to deal with constant... uh, Sexual innuendos, right. which are aren't always very innuendo-ish. Uh, some might just be out and out. I, but we've seen it. We've seen other guys do it to people, and you kind of recoil, and you kind of, ah, oh man, that's that's gonna... I actually got the. I lost a gig at a club because i i didn't I, I didn't say that was cute when some when the club owner. Um, made a, a remark about a, one of the waitresses. And I said, oh, dude, that's not cool. And I never worked there again. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just,
0: it's been, I'll be honest with you, I have a little anxiety leaving this year. It's been a heavy year. That Vegas one got me because I was in my bed one night and I turned on Twitter. And Twitter tells the news way better than the news tells the news. Um, way faster, maybe not as accurate, but that was that one unfolded crazy. Crazy fast, crazy wicked, not not good. But anyway, um, you got the end of the year shows, the big fat year in kiss off comedy shows. This
1: is your 25th year. 25th, silver anniversary, the fact that we're still doing You are getting old. Uh, <laughs> the fact that we can throw numbers like that around, I know. I think we've been, you and I have been doing this five years now. Has it been that long? I think it's five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... It's my it's my annual trek, my annual fight against the salmon. You know, going upstream, trying to get to Fremont at six thirty in the morning. I only come to Fremont once a week,
0: four days a week. I'm at Cron and one day a week I'm at Fremont. Smart um, move. Yeah, so yeah. that's
1: did, a that's a tough commute, man. Which one? G- getting here?
0: Oh yeah! Yo, oh, for you, for sure. Yeah. That's that's at least an hour fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> right so.
1: Yeah in, my, yeah, in my Model T. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of being old, <clears throat> not you bought, that old. You bought an original Model T, didn't you?
0: <laughs> Much better than Model A. <laughs> That's funny. Um, OK, so your top 10 stories, your top 10 comedic events of the year, uh, top 10 comedic news stories of 2017. Number 10 you have on the list. Let's start going through. Sean Spicer.
1: Yeah, because it started from day one where he was forced to go out and claim that, uh, uh, you know, against uh, incredible evidence to the contrary, that that Donald Trump had the most well attended inaugural in the history of ever. So we got about a minute left in this segment. Um, Spokesman
0: Sean Spicer says Trump's incoming cabinet will have diversity. Do you remember when he said that? He said, they'll be rich and richer.
1: <laughs> Incredibly diverse. We have the wealthy and the prosperous and the well-to-do and the new money and the old money and the whole money. Yeah. Yeah. A he lot re- a lot of money. What is press secretary? He said, you
0: know, the president's hands are much bigger than any other president's hands. <laughs> <laughs> Did he actually say that? No, I'm not going to know. But I forgive him because he was great at the Emmys. I forgive him. He was fantastic. So a lot of people didn't like that. No, the normalization of Sean Spicer. So the big fat year in Kiss Off. You can find out more by going to willdurst.com. Willdurst.com. I'll come up with some of the cities in the next segment. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Feed the World Easily one of the worst Christmas songs of all time (laughs) We all kind of remember where we were in life You want to feed the world, but The song sucks It's a downer at Christmas time When it's supposed to be an upper When we're supposed to be eating our hams and turkeys And enjoying our families We have to think about poor people that have no food What's your your feast? Which beast? Um, Are you a turkey? I, I think a little bit of everything
1: yeah. So a little bit of everything, a little turkey, a little ham. So my uh, wife was Filipino. Uh, she's half Filipino, quarter fil something. She's Filipino ish, and so they're, uh, they they did ham. And I'm I'm big Midwestern guy. I'm a mutt. I have no idea what I am because my dad was an orphan. My mom was an all American cheese hound. So uh, we were turkey. So we have this fierce battle, this ham turkey battle every year. I just... And we don't have kids. I like taking some time off. Your
0: wife, very funny woman, Debbie Durst. Oh, she's very funny woman. We see you all the time when I'm watching San Francisco Giant Games, you and your wife sitting in the field. You're like you're like royalty in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I've clawed my way to the middle. You've clawed <laughs> your way to the middle. Nice job. <laughs> so... People can find out more about your shows, because I'm not going to do it enough service, but I'm going to replay this two or three more times over the holidays, so people Mm. will find it, Mm. but they can go to Facebook Mm. and search for Big Fat. We just learned during the commercial break, (laughs) don't search for Big Fat at Facebook, search for Big Fat Year. (laughs) Big Fat will show you some tushies that are not... Sexy women. Sexy women. Big Big Fat fat, Sexy sexy Women.
1: women. Um,
0: (laughs) So you're going to be, uh, your show start off, I think, December 26th, the day after Christmas, Hot Monk Tavern in Nevada. Then you're going to be jumping to Pleasanton, then Alameda. You're going to be bouncing around Vallejo, Walnut Creek, um,
1: then San Jose. Much more more information. San Jose for New Year's. And we do two shows. We do a 6 o'clock show, and then we do a 9 o'clock show. But the 9 o'clock show does not go to midnight. It goes to 11. We're doing... Mountain standard New Year, so that people can get home in time if they don't want to be on the streets.
0: Happy New Year!
1: Now, when you say we, you're talking about you, Will Durst. You're talking about
0: Johnny Steele. You're talking about Debbie Durst, Captain Syntex, Michael Bossier. You're talking about Maria
1: Magalonia and much, much more, Arthur Goss. Yeah. Um, so and we it's, do it's a crew. We do skits and sketches and stand-up all based on, on the year. Like, I think we're doing... Uh, Bob Dylan's Nobel Prize for Literature acceptance speech. I know we're doing that. And we're reprising something from the committee. Did, did he finally take up the, the Nobel Prize? He did. Okay, cuz I remember at first he, yeah. he was like he's, he wasn't even an acknowledge it. Right. Right, and he said it was a clerical error. <laughs> Rosemary's Boo Boo. Uh, yeah, uh, so we just uh, do everything based on the year. We're get, we're reprising a committee speech uh, fifty years ago. The committee did a uh, a skit. Was it fifty? Yeah, in 19, It might have been earlier. Might have been fifty five, and it was based on the national anthem. And so we're, re, we're reprising uh, the committees uh, a bit from uh, a long, long time ago. And then we have other skits. You know, I mean, we're doing one about uh, trying to get your tax refund. And, uh, and everybody does stand up. And it's for, a good time. For me, it's been a very fertile year. I mean, there are some years that are good for uh, Obama was tough. I will I will be honest because there was no scandal. Remember, remember Fox News uh, one time yelled uh, for three days that uh, Barack Obama wore a beige suit. I don't know if you remember that. That's that, not even funny. That, it wasn't. It wasn't. And, and Michelle Michelle had uh, bare shoulders at an event or something. And those were the scandals of the Obama era. It's funny because Fox
0: had a tough time trying to figure out stuff to stick on Michelle Obama. that you know, her thing was child obesity. And they're like, well, isn't she kind of fat? <laughs> like, that's
1: a little inappropriate. Um, back and, to your, okay. and Melania's, Melania's uh, pet project is cyberbullying. Okay. Which is kind of ironic because her husband is public enemy number one on that scene. I'm with you on that. So we're going to get to Melania. We're going to get to
0: what we have to get to. But we have your top 10 list, and we, and we want to push people to uh, find a show at the end of the year. He's all over the Bay Area. You can go to Facebook, search for Big Fat Year. It's the Big Fat Year kiss off that he does that, uh, every year. And it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. So number nine on your list of top 10 comedic stories of the year, Rex Tillerson. He of Exxon Mobil refuses to deny he called the president a moron. We have someone in the president's cabinet who called him, the president, a moron. That just opens itself to you. Like not you said, just, like,
1: not, that's just not just a moron, an effing moron is what <laughs> he called them. And, of course, you know, the FCC. <laughs> and if you did, uh, if you actually pronounced FCC, uh, yes, you would be fined uh, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something. So but um, the FCC says we cannot say the gerund. That he used the effing moron, uh, the active verb, um, so, but, and and you don't start out at effing moron. I mean, that's that's a, a final exclamatory heave, you know, after exhausting many other slanders like uh, fool, toad, butt wipe, lizard stick, uh, idiot, pinhead, and then moron, and then effing moron. He's our Secretary
0: of State, and it's it's amazing that he didn't get fired over this. Because we have a president who likes to, quote, unquote, fire people. Yeah, yeah. And he's got that whole thing. And Secretary, um, not Secretary, but um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders had to defend this whole process. And that's the craziest part about the year is like what's happened to the press secretary. Sean Spicer wasn't there for this one.
1: No, no. Uh, He was already. He had retired to spend more time lying to his family.
0: And would you say that Rex Tillerson became the new hero to millions when he was the first person in the cabinet to say it, like those cabinet meetings have to be tense.
1: And you know, <clears throat> you know why he he called him that was because Trump, President Donald Trump, uh, expressed in a desire. Uh, to raise our nuclear levels back to nineteen sixty seven when we had thirty thousand nuclear warheads instead of the four thousand that we have now, and then someone at state had to explain to him, well, you know these are a uh, higher yield and they 're a little more limber and we 're more nimble with this, and they actually had to explain, and he just wanted the numbers and I that's, know what 's good and bad that's when that 's when Tillerson went went off and just said and, and then Tillerson goes on the the Sunday public affairs shows, you know, Face the Nation, and he refused to deny that he had called the president a moron. And he said, I'm not going to play your games. (laughs) So so the the CEO of Exxon has uh, more integrity. Which is pretty interesting
0: because he also was quoted later in the year saying that sometimes he wants to curl up at a ball.
1: (laughs) You're like, That's our
0: secretary of state. Sometimes he gets so panicked that he wants to curl up in a ball. And, and Trump keeps trying to undercut him,
1: you know, saying that, oh, is, is, is talking to North Korea is a, is a fool's errand. And, and, you know, that's not what you want. You want to like a coordinated effort, unless he's playing good cop, dumb cop. I don't know. It's pretty interesting, to say the least. Uh, they will
0: be met with fire, fury and, frankly, power the likes of which
1: this world has never seen before. That's kind of frightening. You know? (laughs) Yeah. 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 He's, uh, Tillerson is the only guy keeping us from fighting with dogs for food. Which is pretty interesting. We'll get to North Korea a little bit later in the show. Yes, we will.
0: But let's move on to number eight on your list. Which is? The inauguration. The inauguration. And how that turned out to be one of the top comedic stories of the year.
1: Because he kept claiming that he had more people than ever attended a, another inaugural ever, even though there was photographic evidence that it wasn't.
0: <laughs> when he put his hand on the Bible, are you surprised him, it didn't burst into flames? <laughs> 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 I heard one comic say, if, if you survey the crowd of the inauguration, it looks like what Walmart would vomit out. <laughs> if Walmart could vomit, it, that's what it would look like. <laughs> As for the president himself, uh, even the Bible he was supposed to put his hand on was just really a restraining honor. <laughs> Fair enough. That's funny. I'm going to use that. You could steal it. Yeah, yeah. So you could steal anything Repurpose. that I give to you. Repurpose. That, absolutely yeah, so, true. Yeah. So the whole inauguration, it was underintended. Um, I remember it was so underintended, they, they were having problems finding celebrities, right? And at one point in time, Trump said, "Will, if you can find a big celebrity for me, I'll
1: make you an ambassador." Like he, he was promising ambassadorships, small ambassadorships. You know, Angola. You know, Liechtenstein. Do we have an ambassador to Liechtenstein? I probably would assume so. There's 193 countries. We don't have ambassadors to everyone, do we? I I hope so. I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, t- ask me about money. Ask me about my opinion on real estate. I have an opinion, but a mastership's not so much. I do have a question about money. Yeah, yeah. And bring, I don't know if this is apropos. Bring, but, bring it on. Um, would it be worth I need a new car. And it, would okay. it be worth it for me to go to Germany and buy a BMW there? Because I can get a stick shift there. Okay. I can get a manual transmission there. You can't find manual transmissions over here. So would it be worth it for me to go over there, buy a car in Euros, drive it around, and then spend 750 bucks to ship it back?
0: I'm going to defer to Tony. Tony used to sell cars. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I sold BMWs, in fact. Uh, that was a... A fantastic option for people. You actually save money by doing it, and you get yeah. two weeks in Europe, driving around on the Autobahn, for example. Yeah, Why fantastic. two weeks? I think you, you had to own the car for two weeks or something like that before you can ship it back uh, and avoid the taxes or something. Right, I, think, right. I think it actually pays for itself because of the tax, the, the tax benefits. We had a lot of people do that. Oh,
1: thank you, Tony. Yeah. 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 I look into that. Does that work with used cars, too? I don't think so. Uh I don't think so. It's been, it's been a while. I'm not sure I can afford a new BMW. Mr. <laughs> Fancy Will Durst in his big fat year in piss off. I'm you can, 65, man. I need an old man
0: car. 12 cities, 13 shows, December 26th through January 7th. And then you typically go to Hawaii. You can find out more about the event by going to Facebook. <laughs> then you can find out more about the v- event by going to Facebook and search big fat year. Don't search big fat girls. <laughs> search big fat year. Don't get in trouble with your wife in my opinion. And you can also find them at willdurst.com. It's willdurst.com. Don't forget there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. End of the year promoting you taking your lady out and you taking your man out whatever the situation is to a comedy show at the end of the year. The holidays are stressful and they only get more stressful as the years go on. Family members hate family members. Houses burn down. (laughs) (laughs) It happens, right? (laughs) Will Durst puts together It's the
1: most wonderful time of the year.
0: It's awful. It's awful.
1: Merry Christmas!
0: What was that song? I don't know. What was the bumper song? The Pogues? The Pogues? That was
1: the Pogues Christmas song? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think it's fair to say I hate the Pogues <laughs> In the new Star Wars film There's the Pogues No there's little rat thing Like cre- The little <laughs> Penguin like creatures Can I tell you the big The big secret about the new Star Wars film Yeah yeah Skywalker's dead No People didn't have to hear it They didn't have to hear it No No The whole time Oh He starts to come back Oh, wow. Fame political comic Will Durst here, spoiling Star Wars before it's even out. Um, You can find him at 12 Cities, 13 Shows, December 26th through January 7th. Literally 12-plus cities. He's going to be in Novato, for instance, Pleasanton, California. Uh, Alameda on the 28th, on the 29th in Vallejo, also known as Vallejo, in Walnut Creek on December 30th, (laughs) December 31st. My favorite theater of all theaters, the Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley, January 2nd, nothing. January 3rd, Martinez, (laughs) California, January 4th. Now, this is where it gets kind of interesting for me. Sonoma, January 5th, Half Moon Bay, January 6th, Healdsburg. January seventh, back into San Francisco. You're doing two northern, uh, you're doing some Marin shows and some Northern California shows. Santa Rosa fires this year, big story. Good time for people to get out and laugh, right?
1: Well, especially in Healdsburg. <clears throat> they, they were they were very excited to have us because everything has been so. And a portion of the proceedings are are going to go to uh, fire relief. So. So, yeah, we're, and, and Sonoma, the, the theater that we're doing in Sonoma is right on the square, and uh, the people were evacuating like two blocks away from that. I work so. in
0: television, and uh, my coworker was up in the hills of Napa, and it, the fire line stopped right about his house. He quit TV and moved to, to Flagstaff, Arizona. He's like, it'll never be the same area for me kind of sad no my in-laws house burned down to the ground all the baby pictures everything oh. gone. and oh. wait wait i'm actually happy about it because oh. <laughs> <laughs> linda's closet was never gonna cl- linda's closet was never gonna get clean <laughs> and now linda's closet's gone oh jeez which I'm I'm okay with. So, um, But anyway, people can find out more information about all your shows and all your travels yes, over the yes. holiday period. Go yes, on to yes. willdurst.com. That's D-U-R-S-T dot com. Or go on
1: to Facebook and searching for Big Fat Year. And, and we had you know, enough material this year for three or four two-hour shows. But we're only doing one. We're only doing one two-hour show. So, I mean, we're cherry-picking all the best material. And you're hitting all
0: the Bay Area, which is impressive. Um, you, when I go back a long way, um, I remember telling Tony, who's sitting in with us today from com, that um, I remember seeing you on Showtime like 40 years ago.
1: Like fir- My first television experience. And it was funny because my could, dad, okay. my dad, uh, whenever he saw, whenever I told him that I was doing stand-up comedy, he would like shut down, you know, like a computer, like he had no idea what that meant or anything. Yeah. And then I was on TV. I was on Showtime for the first time and someone taped it because they had Showtime and showed it to him on his VCR. And suddenly my dad's an expert. Oh, you came in fourth. You should have come in second. The the guy guy who beat you out did cats and dogs. Everybody does cats and dogs. (laughs) My dad dad suddenly became a show business expert. What is it it about dads? Because I just heard
0: Bono from you two talk about the first time he's like, his dad was never proud of him. And I'm going to go into an Irish list. Yeah, yeah. He goes, my, my, dad, my, my dad was never proud of me. And like, he, I brought him to a show in Austin once. And uh, I, I tell the crowd, ladies and gentlemen, my dad's in the audience tonight. And he he, he puts a spotlight on his dad. And, uh, you know, he's like, he's so proud. He's, his dad is wildly proud of him, right? Like, he, this is his moment to say... Like, this is my dad. He puts a spotlight on him and his dad goes,
1: F you the whole crowd like screw you and starts flicking everyone off. That's my dad. That's my that's paw. Bono's dad like, I, I was doing a show One time in Milwaukee So my dad got to Come see me And the show started At eight And they opened the doors Because it was a bar Big bar But with a stage And it was a comedy club It was a comedy And my dad got there At seven For an eight o'clock show So they He's the first guy there He went Dead front center My, my father And I didn't get there Until you know Like quarter to eight You know Roll in And I said Would you put him down there He was the first guy So My dad is uh, sitting there. He had this, uh, you know, arms folded during the entire show, staring at the stage and the middle act. Was uh, finally said to him, "Sir, why 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 don't you lighten up?" And my dad said, "Never mind about me. Just go on with your little skit." (laughs) And the middle act, as the MC goes up and outros the middle act and intros me. Middle act comes past me and says, "Boy, that guy's an a hole." And I went, "Yeah, I know." So
0: you put together a list of reveal. You do comedy all year round and you're thinking all the time. You're reading the papers all the time. Um, We've gone through some of your top stories of the year, top comedic stories. The inauguration was number eight. Um, Also on the list was Rex Tillerson calling the president an effing
1: moron. Um, Number seven on your list, the president feuds with North Korea. Yeah, North Korea. Normally, imminent nuclear annihilation is not, you know, that amusing. But this time around, it was Kim Jong Il Un now has a missile
0: that we think might be able to hit parts of the United States, although it's probably embellished and photoshopped a
1: little bit. Um. <laughs> yeah, we think its delivery system is a muskox, an emaciated muskox. You know, we are so close to nuclear war, all Kim Jong Il Un has to do. Where did you come up with that?
0: All we have to do is have Kim Jong Il Un. Um, send a tweet saying Hillary won the popular vote, <laughs> and we go to war. Like it's, it instantly happens, right? Santa Claus, here come Santa Claus, down you can find Will Durst at WillDurst.com. That's WillDurst.com. Search Big Fat Year and kiss off.
1: It is an amazing... Oh, oh that was your, you telling him that we're going to commercial? Oh, I It's a short break. Because he turned right away from me and went went to the screen. So I figured there must have been a signal
0: or something. 12 cities, 13 shows, December 26th through January 7th. You can find out more by searching at Facebook Big Fat Year. I'm Rob Black.